So we continue our discussion uh, on Mahasattva Paddhani Sutta. Last uh, section that is uh, Satcha. Satcha means truth. It comes from Sanskrit word sat. Sat means is. In Pali also sat is. Satcha is not created by somebody. It is. Whether the Buddha come into existence or not, truth is. That is why it is called Satcha. As in, it is what it is. It is what it is. You cannot uh, put conditions for Satcha. You cannot say it is Satcha because of our uh, agreement. (laughs) Whether you agree or not, it is there. There are three kinds of Satchas. One is called Samudha Satcha. Samudha Satcha means conventional truth. Then Paramatta Satcha. Paramatta Satcha uh, is called ultimate truth. The third truth is called Arya Satcha, noble truth. We are discussing noble truth. But we cannot talk about noble truth or ultimate truth ignoring Samuti Satya, the conventional truth. Because we are dealing with conventional truth. So, for instance, here, Uh, again, because a bhikkhu does contemplating phenomena in phenomena in terms of the four noble truths. Then Buddha goes on to explain how one does that. Now, the, this very, when you look at it, very simple, very Monday. Suffering. 
Yeah, here Bhikkhu understands as it actually is, this is suffering. That is very simple. And that very simple truth is the most difficult to understand. <laughs> Why it is most difficult? We just take it for granted. Or we just don't care. Who cares? We have suffering, pains, aches, and so on and so forth. But this suffering is much, much deeper than that. Not just, uh, you know, having uh, disagreement or uh, divorce or fighting for property, uh, fighting for countries. Not this. These are very basic, not even worth talking about. It was very simple. And some people even think that the suffering can never be eliminated because it is always there. For this kind of uh, misunderstanding makes it even more difficult to understand suffering. So anyway, this is the first thing one has to do. Because understands as it actually is, this is suffering. Understand as it actually is, this is the origin of suffering. Even though people understand to some extent what the suffering is, but they just don't care about the root of suffering. Root of suffering, uh, if you ask a hundred people who don't know anything about this teaching, will give different answers according to their experience. Uh, My children are disobedient. Uh, My wife is not faithful. Uh, My husband is uh, very ungrateful. Uh, this makes suffering and so forth and so on. They may give various uh, superficial examples as the cause of suffering. You make me suffer. You boys make me, uh, boys or girls, uh, uh, you put me in through hell. (laughs) What is the cause? The very same children that they brought to this life. <laughs> so they have various causes of suffering. This garment, boy, makes us all suffer. This uh, economic system, uh, once I was in Singapore, there was a, there's a party called uh, PAP. I asked, uh, what does it mean, P-A-P? He says it was pay and pay. That makes us suffer. That means we have to pay tax. <laughs> pay and pay. So, so they have all kind of other reasons other than the real cause of suffering. Buddha is the one who put his finger right 
own suffering, of the course. So Buddha said, understands how the course of suffering as it actually is. The cessation, cessation is, is, is uh, logical uh, in, a, in a way. Uh, when the course is eliminated, suffering is eliminated. This is the way leading to the cessation of suffering. He laid down a very practical, logical unit. Here is a unit. It's a logic. If you want to uh, cure uh, sickness, normally in any country, anywhere in the world, from the history of human beings, the, there must be a specialist who, who we call these, these doctors or physicians. <laughs> they have to what? Diagnose. Diagnose this sickness. He will see the see symptoms. When you tell the doctor the symptoms, then uh, he will run many, many tests and find the cause. And then he goes right to the cause to cure the sickness. So this is what the Buddha did. Uh, therefore Buddha is called Bisakka Sallakatta. Bisakka means uh, uh, physician, Sallakatta means surgeon. <coughs> he has he is qualified in both. Went through a lot of schooling, homeschooling, <laughs> and came up with <laughs> these qualifications. And then he says, then he goes on to explaining. Then he gives few examples. These are very common things. Jati, the, 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 let me read in English, uh, aging, death, sorrow, lamentation, pain, grief, and despair are suffering. Uh, I don't have to go through all these things in details uh, right here because it is explained later on. Uh, death is suffering. Who suffers by death? Those acquainted with. Eh? Those acquainted. That is secondary. Primarily, the one who dies. Right. Eh? Mm-hmm. People say, uh, I know all about death. Some, somebody said, I heard. I, he said, I know all about death. I am not afraid of it. But I don't want to be there when it happens. <laughs> so that kind of you know jokes they make. Actually, when one faces death, no matter how it is, that there is a tremendous anxiety inside. Isn't it? That is very true. That anxiety is suffering. 
then after that after death sorrow lamentation pain grief and despair arises to the acquaintance parents brothers sisters children and so on relatives and so on then the second uh, is union with what is displeasing just imagine to live with somebody whom you don't like eh it is such a pain in the neck all the time day in day out when ever every time you see the person hear the voice think about the person so much somebody another anxiety then separation from what is pleasing or left ones we all know that and not getting what one wants is suffering and uh, i would say adding to this uh, list because this this is just a few example this doesn't mean all uh, what you call inclusive this is n- not completely but he gave few example but not to get what one wants is suffering if we put it other way around even to get what one wants also is suffering because you don't you, you when you get what you want you don't understand what entails what comes along with that that is why i say you buy one get one free <laughs> eh? what do you what do you buy you work very hard to get it but along with it something else comes which you never want to have and therefore getting what you want also is suffering in brief five aggregates subject to clinging are suffering <clears throat> the five aggregates themselves are not suffering five aggregates themselves have some degrees of suffering uh, you can eliminate them and live without suffering live with the five aggregates without suffering like example arhat like the buddha they don't have suffering but they still have five aggregates but their aggregates are not aggregates of clinging for them but their aggregates five aggregates can be clinging aggregates of cling, subject to clinging for somebody else for instance there was an arhat uh don't know it is pilindavachya or samiddhi beautiful person very very handsome and people have uh, people uh, cling to his appearance as beautiful handsome person so for them this arahans aggregates are subject to clinging but not for himself anyway 
so long as we do not cling to the aggregates, they are just aggregates. Once we cling to them, then they become a source of suffering. The very same aggregates will become a source of suffering. <coughs> then what because is birth? Birth of being into various orders of beings, they are coming to birth, uh, precipitation in, in a womb, uh, generation, the manifestation of the aggregates, obtaining the sense basis, this is called birth. Very, very simple, we understand that. So birth is suffering, not something to celebrate, like birth. <laughs> I got over it. Eh? I got over it yeah. yesterday. On that day, all the friends and relatives get together and cry. <laughs> you brought this suffering to this world, and we are very sorry for you. <laughs> Saying everybody must get together, cry. Every year, you say, oh boy, <laughs> you brought so much suffering, we are very sorry for you, right? Instead of what do you do? We celebrate this suffering, <laughs> making cakes and parties, birthday parties and all that. See how things uh, turn upside down, very same suffering. <coughs> then aging. <coughs> Old age, brokenness of teeth. <laughs> it is not a matter of joke, it is very true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had this year 2014. Oh boy, I had this suffering very clearly. <laughs> whole year, hmm? and grayness of hair. I don't suffer from that, but uh, it's not pleasing to the to a person who loves hair, grayness. And wrinkles of skin, decline of life, weakness of faculties, all these are suffering. I know the suffering coming from weakness of faculties. My vision, you will remember how much trouble you had to put eye drops in my eyes. One whole day I suffered because of one night. And then many other people also like that. So hearing. <coughs> and uh, in fact, though they seem to be uh, very apparent, everybody go, goes through this, and uh, we don't think very seriously about uh, having this body, how much suffering there is. And death, passing of being out of the various orders of beings, we know that is, uh, death is suffering. And then sorrow, lamentation, pain, grief and despair, 
uh, all this are suffering. We don't have to go through all these things, we can understand it. What because he is pain? Buddha, Buddha explained Dukkha Dhormanasya. And make the distinction between Dukkha Dhormanasya. Dukkha is pain, physical pain, bodily pain, bodily discomfort, a painful, uncomfortable feeling born of bodily contact. This is called pain. Now, <coughs> what is grief? Dhormanasya. Mental pain, mental discomfort, painful, uncomfortable feeling born of mental contact is grief. The, the opposite of grief, what is mental feeling? This, this mental uh, unwholesome or negative feeling, what is the positive of that? Pity. Yeah? Pity. And no, uh, I mentioned there are five kinds of feelings. Hmm. I just mentioned the name, the, the number. I did not elaborate. There are five kinds of feelings. Sukha, Dukkha, Adukkama Sukha. Pleasant, unpleasant, and neither pleasant and non unpleasant. And then Somanasa, Domanasa. Hmm. Here only Domanasa mentioned. Grief. Somanasa. Mental pleasure, hmm. mental happiness. <coughs> so here mental pain, there mental pleasure. Mental discomfort here, there mental comfort. Uh, painful, uh, we might say uh, peaceful. Uh, comfortable feeling born of mental contact is called somanasa. So this, uh, I said yesterday in the Buddha's teaching, uh, feeling, the word feeling is used for both physical and mental, but in elaboration Buddha make the distinction between physical feeling, uh, physical discomfort and mental feeling and mental discomfort. Okay, then despair. What is despair? The trouble and despair, the tribulations and des- desperation of one who has encountered some misfortune or is affected by some painful state. <coughs> that is despair. And then, what because is un- union with what is displeasing? Here is a beautiful uh, way of explaining. All these are really wonderful uh, psychological, real psychological issues. Here, the coming together, meeting, encounter, concourse, with those forms, sounds, orders, tastes, tactile objects, uh, or mental phenomena that are unwished for, 
undesired and disagreeable to oneself, or with those who desire one's ruin, harm, discomfort, and uh, endangerment. This is called the suffering of union with what is displacing. Union with what is displacing. Suppose you never like my welfare. I live, I have to live with you. So how do I feel? You will always put some obstacle in my life because you don't like my welfare, my happiness. And I have to move that uh, obstacle all the day in, day out, every day. <coughs> that is the uh, suffering we have by living with disagreeable person. I don't try to tell too much about uh, separation from what is pleasing. I think I remember Jay's uh, nephew doesn't want to see us. Little boy doesn't want to see us. Why? He was so unhappy to see him leaving. Hmm? To see him leaving. And he thought that we did some uh, black magic <laughs> to twist his mind and what is so the boy is angry with us. Right? I think so. I, I don't know about any more, but <laughs> yeah. we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if he comes. Mm. No, of course, but he might change because he, as he grows, as he grows, uh, he will understand. And then he will change his mind. But at that time, and this suffering is not something permanent. It happens when the situation <coughs> changes, things change. No, nothing is permanent. So, <coughs> here is the list. Absence of, absence of coming together, meeting, encounter, uh, concourse with those forms, sound, order, smell, a taste, a tactile object or mental phenomenon that are wished for, desired and agreeable to oneself or with those who desire one's good, welfare, comfort and security. Example, mother, father, brother, sister, older or younger kinsmen, friends, colleagues, relatives or family members. These are the ones we like. These are the ones we like. But we have to separate from them. Is it not painful? Very, very painful. You know, sometimes when a child dies, the mothers suffer for the rest of her life suffers for the rest of life. I know people who have their children dead 10, 20, 30, 40 years, still they cry. So much suffering. Then, not obtaining what one wants. Surely that is a 
suffering. <coughs> and then, uh, not to get what one wants, this, this list also is a very, very interesting list. Aging. We don't like to age, but can we, we wish, oh, that we were not subject to aging, that aging would not come to us, but this is not to be obtained by wishing, and not to obtain what one wants is suffering. I think I can tell from my personal, practical, realistic experience, this really is suffering. I did not want to become old. <laughs> right? Now, when I think of uh, what I did in the past, I don't. Can I cannot do those things now. And therefore, oh. I wish I were third, forty years younger. I always think. Right? You people don't have. Do you think that way? Uh, yes, but I try to reframe it. So I would think, well, I never went uh, parachuting, so I'm not going to miss that. Eh? So, I mean, things like that help. Ah, I want to go for canoeing. I want to learn how to ride a bicycle. Mm. I want to know how to swim. swim. You see? Too old for that. <laughs> <laughs> really, I cannot do that. But the desire is there. Eh? <laughs> and sickness. <coughs> I have gone through all kinds of sicknesses. There might have not been anything left. <laughs> So many. Each time, remember recently in February in Sri Lanka, I was, I, I was almost dead. And <clears throat> so some people who could not satisfy, they expect to <laughs> fulfill them in the next life. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I could not do all these things now. <laughs> eh? Maybe next life. <laughs> next life I will learn how to ride the bicycle. <laughs> I never learned in this life. <laughs> and you probably knew in a previous life, so maybe you've learned already. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I had to put myself into test to see whether I have done it in the past. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, sorrow, lamentation, pain, grief and despair we don't like and then they are the ones we get and uh, <coughs> in short, in short five aggregates of aggregates subject to clinging, five aggregates subject to clinging. Uh, aggregates are there, but 
since we have a desire, naturally whether we like it or not, we cling to these aggregates. And that itself is, a, is suffering. <coughs> now, that is suffering in short. Buddha has given a long list and he says so, it is not exhaustive. That is an inexhaustive list. Therefore he put all of them together in one <coughs> brief sentence. In short, I cannot list all these things, but in short, the entire five aggregates subject to clinging. <coughs> okay. Now that is suffering. So what should we do with the suffering? Understand. That is what the Buddha mentioned in the in what Sutta? He went through three stages, three aspects of each Sutta, each uh, truth in what Sutta? Dhamma Chakapavatana Sutta. He said, Evangti Parivartan Dvatasakara Nyathabhutan Na Suvisuddhanga Ose Nevatavahan Pike Sadevake Loke Samarge Sabrahmake Sabrahmana Brahmanya Pajaya Sadeva Manushaya Anutra Sammasambuddhinga Abhisambuddhoti Pachanyasi So long as because I have not understood these four noble truths in three aspects and twelve modes I have not declared to the world that I have attained enlightenment. When he understood all these things, completed all these three, then only did he declare to the world that he attained enlightenment. <coughs> now, so the first truth has to be what? Realize. Eh? Realize. Understood. Understood. First truth must be understood. That is the function. Uh, <coughs> recognize. This is the truth. Ah, and what, what, what should I do about it? This truth must be understood. And then, when he completed, he would say, I have understood it. Hmm. First he recognized, then he knew the function. Thirdly, he completed the function. These are the three aspects of each truth. Okay, now second, Samudhya-sakya. What should we do with the Samudhya-sakya, second truth? Abandoning. Abandoning, yes. He, in the first place he recognized it as truth. This function is to abandon. Then he completed abandoning. So those are three aspects of the second truth is complete. The third truth. What is the third truth? Nibbana. What is his function? Realizing. <coughs> Nibbana is to be realized. So he rec- recognized this is Nibbana. What should I do with that? It should be realized. I should realize it. And then he complete the realization. So these are three aspects. The last one, 
mug the path is to recognize in order to realize this what I what should I what I should do develop eh? develop I find the way and recognize the way is it mm-hmm. recognize the way then what should I do with that I develop it and then he completed in each truth the first aspect is just recognition recognize it unless we recognize it exactly as it is other two aspects will not follow we first have to <coughs> identify it recognize it find it exactly like a scientist this is the scientific approach those who, who have studied science will know the scientific approach first number one is you have to identify it identify it. and then you have to think what should i do with this now then you must know yeah this is what i should do and third ah complete job is complete is complete so this is the approach eh? three now second second truth dukkha samudayo arya satyam the noble truth of the origin of suffering this is how he recognized it it is craving which brings renewed of being is accompanied by delight as <coughs> and delights in this and that that is for craving for sensual pleasures craving for existence and craving for non-existence now this sentence we must memorize whenever we talk about uh, the cause of suffering we must remember this sentence in pali yayam tanha puno bhavika nandira sagata tatra tatra abhinandini tatra tatra abhinandini kama tanha bhavatanna vipatsayati tan kama tanha bhavatanna vipatanna it is this it is this craving yayam tanha the same craving this craving it is craving which brings renewal of being puna bhavika puna means again puna is again bhavika means becoming puna bhavika is puna bhavika so re becoming <coughs> okay I don't know what porno in English means but in Pali it is uh, <coughs> again this craving similar is accompanied by delight tatra tatra abhinandini porno bhavika nandi raga sagata nandi means uh, delight 
Raga means clinging, desire. Sahagata uh, accomplished, or what you call uh, endowed with. Endowed with craving and pleasure. This is Sahagata is endowed with? Endowed with, yes. Craving for what? Tatra Tatra Abhinandini. Tatra Tatra means here and here. That means here and there. We delight in this subject now and we delight another object again. Next. And next another object. Next another object. So in this life, in that life. In this person, that person. In this food, that food. In this vision, that vision. In this sound, this sound. So the the desire goes from object to object when we obtain an object. After a while it begins to uh, operate the law of diminishing return. You know that law? In economics this is a very famous law. Law of diminishing return. <coughs> you get anything, any pleasure, pleasurable thing. At first it is so thrilling, right? And when you use it again and again and again and again, this gradually it becomes stale, untasteful, distasteful. And therefore look for something else. And afterward that also becomes distasteful. Then look for something else. This is what is called Tatra Tatravi Nandini. Buddha gave the very perfect definition. Perfect definition. So we must remember that part. And then we have this uh, repetition of uh, ten uh, places. Buddha asks, where this craving arises? Where, it, where does it arise? So he gave ten places where it arises. I hope by now you all remember these ten places. Don't you? Well, we recited. We recited. Almost I think we are end of that. I think it is better to remember. What are these? Eyes. Take uh, a, with regard to eye, there are ten places. With regard to ear, ten places. With regard to nose, ten places. With regard to tongue, ten places. With regard to body, ten. With regard to mind, ten. I, how many altogether? Six cents and sixty places. We have six senses and craving arises in sixty places through these six senses. How we take one? Eyes, number one. Number two, visual objects. Number three, eye consciousness. Number four, eye contact. Number five, feeling. Number six, 
perception. Number seven, thinking. Oh, number seven, yes, Chakus Sampajita Vedana Rupa Sanya Rupa Sanchetana, thinking of the form. Number eight, from by thinking desire arises. Rupa Tanna. Then number nine, Rupa Vitaka, that is uh, further thinking. Then last is Rupa Vichara, deliberation, going into details, holding it, keeping in mind. Vichara. Vichara is, Rupa Vichara means keeping the form in the mind. And then create more, more uh, craving. So keep creating, 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 creating. So these ten we must remember with regard to the eye. Same goes with the ear, nose, tongue, body and mind. Very easy to remember. Can you tell me now? Yeah? Sense organ, sense space. Say, eye. Eye, object. Object. Consciousness. I consciousness. Contact. Contact. Feeling. Feeling. Perception. Perception. Um, um, thinking. Sankara. Of the object, yes. Okay, thinking of the object. Yeah. Then? Uh, thinking. Uh, then craving. Craving of having. Craving. And then? Thinking. Thinking. Okay. Further thinking. Further thinking. <laughs> to settle it in the mind. Put it in the mind. Mm-hmm. That is called vichara. Mm-hmm. With regard to the eye, those things, <coughs> and ear, nose, and so forth, all together, 60 places. So you don't have to worry about where this craving arises, how craving arises. The whole list is given here. Mm-hmm. Memorize, you memorize uh, the chemical lists, chemical formulas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, very simple thing. And then the same goes with the third truth, what do you call yeah, uh, elimination to gain uh, realized nibbana. Uh, those are the ten places, and to cease the suffering, the craving goes go through the same ten and same sixty, where they arise and where they pass away or cease. Now, that means where craving arises, their craving should be eliminated. Hunted down. Hunted down. Yeah, hunted down. Don't go anywhere else, go to the mouth of the horse. Horse's mouth. Eh? <laughs> yeah. So that is uh, uh, the end of suffering. Now let us uh, keep, uh, have a break to end suffering now. <laughs>
and we start again uh, after maybe uh, half an hour. Uh, 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 uh,